Section 34 of Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha Abbas. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha Abbas. Translated by Laura Clifford Barney. Section 34. 82. The Four Methods of Acquiring Knowledge. There are only four accepted methods of comprehension. That is to say, the realities of things are understood by these four methods. The first method is by the senses. That is to say, all that the eye, the ear, the taste, the smell, the touch perceives is understood by this method. Today, this method is considered the most perfect by all the European philosophers. They say that the principal method of gaining knowledge is through the senses. They consider it supreme, although it is imperfect for it commits errors. For example, the greatest of the senses is the power of sight. The sight sees the mirage as water, and it sees images reflected in mirrors as real and existent. Large bodies which are distant appear to be small, and a whirling point appears as a circle. The sight believes the earth to be motionless, and sees the sun in motion, and in many similar cases it makes mistakes. Therefore, we cannot trust it. The second is the method of reason, which was that of the ancient philosophers, the pillars of wisdom. This is the method of the understanding. They proved things by reason, and held firmly to logical proofs. All their arguments are arguments of reason. Notwithstanding this, they differed greatly, and their opinions were contradictory. They even changed their views. That is to say, during twenty years, they would prove the existence of a thing by logical arguments, and afterwards they would deny it by logical arguments so much so that plato at first logically proved the immobility of the earth and the movement of the sun later by logical arguments he proved that the sun was the stationary center and that the earth was moving afterwards the ptolemaic theory was spread abroad and the idea of plato was entirely forgotten until at last a new observer again called it to life. Thus, all the mathematicians disagreed, although they relied upon arguments of reason. In the same way, by logical arguments, they would prove a problem at a certain time. Then afterwards, by arguments of the same nature, they would deny it. So, one of the philosophers would firmly uphold a theory for a time with strong arguments and proofs to support it, which afterwards he would retract and contradict 
by arguments of reason. Therefore, it is evident that the method of reason is not perfect. For the differences of the ancient philosophers, the want of stability, and the variations of their opinions prove this. For if it were perfect, all ought to be united in their ideas and agreed in their opinions. The third method of understanding is by tradition, that is, through the text of the holy scriptures. For people say, in the Old and New Testaments, God spoke thus. This method equally is not perfect, because the traditions are understood by the reason. As the reason itself is liable to err, how can it be said that in interpreting the meaning of the traditions it will not err, for it is possible for it to make mistakes, and certainty cannot be attained? This is the method of the religious leaders. Whatever they understand and comprehend from the text of the books is that which their reason understands from the text, and not necessarily the real truth. For the reason is like a balance, and the meanings contained in the text of the holy books are like the thing which is weighed. If the balance is untrue, how can the weight be ascertained? Know then, that which is in the hands of the people, that which they believe, is liable to error. For in proving or disproving a thing, if a proof is brought forward which is taken from the evidence of our senses, this method, as has become evident, is not perfect. If the proofs are intellectual, the same is true, or if they are traditional, such proofs also are not perfect. Therefore, there is no standard in the hands of people upon which we can rely. But the bounty of the Holy Spirit gives the true method of comprehension, which is infallible and indubitable. This is through the help of the Holy Spirit which comes to man, and this is the condition in which certainty can alone be attained. 83. The Necessity of Following the Teachings of the Divine Manifestations Question. Those who are blessed with good actions and universal benevolence who have praiseworthy characteristics, who act with love and kindness towards all creatures, who care for the poor, and who strive to establish universal peace. What need have they of the divine teachings, of which they think indeed that they are independent? What is the condition of these people? Answer. Know that such actions such efforts and such words are praiseworthy and approved and are the glory of humanity but these actions alone are not sufficient they are a body of the greatest loveliness but without spirit no that which is the cause of everlasting life eternal honor universal enlightenment 
real salvation and prosperity is first of all the knowledge of god it is known that the knowledge of god is beyond all knowledge and it is the greatest glory of the human world for in the existing knowledge of the reality of things there is material advantage and through it outward civilization progresses but the knowledge of god is the cause of spiritual progress and attraction and through it the perception of truth the exaltation of humanity divine civilization rightness of morals and illumination are obtained secondly comes the love of god the light of which shines in the lamp of the hearts of those who know god its brilliant rays illuminate the horizon and give to man the life of the kingdom in truth the fruit of human existence is the love of god for this love is the spirit of life and the eternal bounty if the love of god did not exist the contingent world would be in darkness if the love of god did not exist the hearts of men would be dead and deprived of the sensations of existence if the love of god did not exist spiritual union would be lost if the love of god did not exist the light of unity would not illuminate humanity if the love of god did not exist the east and west like two lovers would not embrace each other if the love of god did not exist division and disunion would not be changed into fraternity if the love of god did not exist indifference would not end in affection if the love of god did not exist the stranger would not become the friend the love of the human world has shone forth from the love of god and has appeared by the bounty and grace of god it is clear that the reality of mankind is diverse that opinions are various and sentiments different and this difference of opinions of thoughts of intelligence of sentiments among the human species arises from essential necessity for the differences in the degrees of existence of creatures is one of the necessities of existence which unfolds itself in infinite forms therefore we have need of a general power which may dominate the sentiments the opinions and the thoughts of all thanks to which these divisions may no longer have effect and all individuals may be brought under the influence of the unity of the world of humanity it is clear and evident that this greatest power in the human world is the love of god it brings the different peoples under the shadow of the tent of affection 
it gives to the antagonistic and hostile nations and families the greatest love and union see after the time of christ through the power of the love of god how many nations races families and tribes came under the shadow of the word of god the divisions and differences of a thousand years were entirely destroyed and annihilated the thoughts of race and of fatherland completely disappeared the union of souls and of existences took place all became true spiritual christians the third virtue of humanity is the goodwill which is the basis of good actions certain philosophers have considered intention superior to action for the goodwill is absolute light it is purified and sanctified from the impurities of selfishness of enmity of deception now it may be that a man performs an action which in appearance is righteous but which is dictated by covetousness for example a butcher rears a sheep and protects it but the righteous action of the butcher is dictated by desire to derive profit and the result of this care is the slaughter of the poor sheep how many righteous actions are dictated by covetousness but the good will is sanctified from such impurities briefly if to the knowledge of god is joined the love of god and attraction ecstasy and good will a righteous action is then perfect and complete otherwise though a good action is praiseworthy yet if it is not sustained by the knowledge of god the love of god and a sincere intention it is imperfect for example the being of man must unite all perfections to be perfect sight is extremely precious and appreciated but it must be aided by hearing the hearing is much appreciated but it must be aided by the power of speech the faculty of speech is very acceptable but it must be aided by the power of reason and so forth the same is true of the other powers organs and members of man when all these powers these senses these organs these members exist he is perfect now today we meet with people in the world who in truth desire the universal good and who according to their power occupy themselves in protecting the oppressed and in aiding the poor they are enthusiastic for peace and the universal well-being although from this point of view they may be perfect if they are deprived of the knowledge and love of god they are imperfect galen the philosopher in his book in which he comments on the treatise of plato on the art of government note compare ibn abi usaibia oyun al anba fi tabaqat al atiba' cairo eighteen eighty two volume one pages seventy six to seventy seven 
end note says that the fundamental principles of religion have a great influence upon a perfect civilization because quote, the multitude cannot understand the connection of explanatory words so it has needs of symbolical words announcing the rewards and punishment of the other world and that which proves the truth of this affirmation he says is that today we see a people called christians who believe in rewards and punishments and this sect show forth beautiful actions like those which a true philosopher performs so we all see clearly that they do not fear death that they expect and desire nothing from the multitude but justice and equity and they are considered as true philosophers End quote. now observe what was the degree of the sincerity the zeal the spiritual feeling the obligation of friendship and the good actions of a believer in christ so that galen the philosophical physician although he was not of the christian religion should yet bear witness to the good morals and the perfections of these people to the point of saying that they were true philosophers these virtues these morals were obtained not only through good actions for if virtue were only a matter of obtaining and giving forth good as this lamp is lighted and illuminates the house without doubt this illumination is a benefit then why do we not praise the lamp the sun causes all the beings of the earth to increase and by its heat and light gives growth and development is there a greater benefit than that nevertheless as this good does not come from goodwill and from the love and knowledge of god it is imperfect when on the contrary a man gives to another a cup of water the latter is grateful and thanks him a man without reflecting will say this sun which gives light to the world this supreme bounty which is apparent in it must be adored and praised why should we not be grateful and thankful to the sun for its bounty when we praise a man who performs a simple act of kindness but if we look for the truth we see that this insignificant kindness of the man is due to conscious feelings which exist therefore it is worthy of praise whereas the light and heat of the sun are not due to the feelings and consciousness therefore they are not worthy of eulogy or of praise and do not deserve gratitude or thanks in the same way when a person performs a good action although it is praiseworthy if it is not caused by the love and knowledge of god it is imperfect moreover if you reflect justly you will see that these good actions of other men who do not know god are also fundamentally caused by the teachings of god that is to say that the former prophets led men to perform these actions explained their beauty to them and declared their splendid effects.
then these teachings were diffused among men and reached them successively one after the other and turned their hearts towards these perfections when men saw that these actions were considered beautiful and became the cause of joy and happiness for mankind they conformed to them wherefore these actions also come from the teachings of god but justice is needed to see this and not controversy and discussion praise be to god you have been to persia and you have seen how the persians through the holy breezes of baha'u'llah have become benevolent towards humanity formerly if they met anyone of another race they tormented him and were filled with the utmost enmity hatred and malevolence they went so far as to throw dirt at him they burned the gospel and the old testament and if their hands were polluted by touching these books they washed them today the greater number of them recite and chant as is suitable the contents of these two books in their reunions and assemblies and they expound their teaching they show hospitality to their enemies these sanguinary wolves have become as gentle as gazelles in the plains of the love of god you have seen their customs and habits and you have heard them speak of the manners of former persians this transformation of morals this improvement of conduct and of words are they possible otherwise than through the love of god no in the name of god if by the help of science and knowledge we wish to introduce these morals and customs truly it would take a thousand years and then they would not be spread throughout the masses today thanks to the love of god they are arrived at with the greatest facility be admonished o possessors of intelligence end of section 34 end of some answered questions by abdul baha abbas translated by laura clifford barney this section read by nicholas james bridgewater recorded in oxford england